0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Now, it's only Tuesday, so I'm sure we'll have tons of content featuring
1: our current Chicago mayor before the weekends. So, Ben, what do you say we talk about... The former mayor.
2: Thank you, Chicago, for this humbling victory. All I can say, you sure know how to make a guy feel at home.
1: Former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel. Oh, yeah, that's
3: his name. Okay.
1: Yeah, and Mm. Rahm Emanuel is no longer in the local spotlight. Mm. No, he's now annoying everyone around the nation. (laughs) Especially those of the progressive persuasion. Oh, boy. After an appearance with his apparent BFF these days, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie on ABC's Sunday morning program this week Former Mayor Rahm Emanuel came out of the political closet and let everybody know what, well, we here in Chicago knew the whole time. Rahm Emanuel is not... A progressive. Take a chill pill, we oh, Okay. <laughs> Will do. All right. The following on, comes from CommonDreams.org, the ABC political show. This week on Sunday devoted a chunk of time to attacking Medicare for All. Well, we are just talking about this. Drawing fire for the segment's panel makeup and language. During the discussion, Emanuel attacked progressive calls for Medicare for All. Both men claimed that voters would viscerally reject any attempt to change the nation's health care system both by getting rid of private insurance and offering care to non-citizens. Recounting how he recently biked around Lake Michigan, and we knew this was coming, (laughs) nearly 1,000 miles, he said, through Michigan and Wisconsin, Rahm Emanuel said that at diners in the two Midwestern states, one constant theme emerged. We have the audio. Shout out to ABC for this. Take it away, Rahm Emanuel. And remember, here on the Ben Jarovsky Show, when we play Rahm Emanuel quotes, <laughs> we have one golden rule. And you have to remember yeah. it, all right? Uh-huh. He's smart
2: and you're not. We've taken a position so far, and the candidates have, through the process, a few have not, about on basically Medicare for All, which is we're going to eliminate 150 million people's health care. And we're going to provide health care for people that just come over the border. That is an untenable position for the general election. I, as you know, George, I just biked around Lake Michigan, nearly 1,000 miles, through Michigan and Wisconsin, two really important states. Nobody at a diner ran at me and said, take my health care away. Nobody. This is this is reckless as it relates to, and you don't have to take the position to win the primary, and you're basically literally hindering yourself for the general election.
3: Wow, There's there's not more? No, (laughs) that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. Where do I start with that one? Uh, So he biked around uh, Wisconsin and Michigan and nobody came up to him, said, please take my health care away. But I bet there were people who had said, I would like to have some health care. How about that? I'm sure he didn't talk to anybody about healthcare, by the way, while I was biking around Michigan. And if he went into a cafe, I'm sure he didn't talk to anybody. Is that known for being the friendliest guy in the world? When you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and hence the uh, I'm smart and you're not. Uh, by the way, let me just comment a little bit about Rom and Chris Christie before I get into Rom and uh, Medicare for All. Uh, Rom and uh, Chris Christie emerged sort of on the national stage at roughly the same time as politicians. What I mean is, Rom, uh, w- after he left the White House, was elected mayor of the city of Chicago, and that right was around the time Chris Christie, uh, if you if you recall, the uh, was centering himself, getting ready to run for president, positioning himself as the kind of Republicans that a Democrat would vote for. I know this sounds so bizarre to think about when, when you think of the collapse of Chris Christie's political career, but that's how he's positioning himself back in 2011, 2012. And Rahm, on the other hand, was positioning himself as the kind of Democrats who can, uh, Democrat who is not afraid to turn on his uh, left of center Democratic base and cut deals with corporate America and cut deals with Republicans. So they were both sort of presenting themselves as... mainstream politicians who could work uh, across party lines. Uh, Since then, uh, that notion of a Republican who works with Democrats has been blown up in the Trump era. Uh, Chris Christie, uh, his political career torpedoed for his own problems in the state of New Jersey. But without getting into those, the notion that uh, a Republican would make a concession with a Democrat on any issue is just unthinkable right now in the age of Donald Trump. And to take health care, The existential crisis of health care in this country right now. Obamacare, as uh, created by former President Obama, with Rahm Emanuel uh, in the White House as his chief of staff is uh, under threat of being destroyed by a lawsuit that was filed in Texas, and that lawsuit is being supported by the Trump administration. If the Trump administration prevails and the lawsuit is successful and the Supreme Court rules uh, in favor of the plaintiffs who have filed that suit. Obamacare will be eradicated and there will be no health care for millions of people. Okay, And so this is a very pressing problem that uh, our country is facing right now. And Democrats who pretend that somehow or other they can find. Uh, Alliances with Republicans To maintain Obamacare Are fooling themselves Obamacare, as flawed as it was And as flawed as it is Was passed virtually with all Democratic support I can't think of, off the top of my head Any Republicans who backed it At the moment, I can't think of any Republican uh, Congressmen or Senators who who support it So uh, there is no Other side to work with On this issue In fact, the entire other side is lined up against the Democrats So in this situation I don't know why Mayor Rahm would counsel Democrats to have restraint and to look to cut deals and to look to try to preserve uh, what, what we have when the reality is if, if we don't take a vigilant stand on behalf of the Obamacare, we will lose everything. So I just think that Rahm Emanuel, once again, is preaching an outdated ideology, and that is what it is, or an outdated strategy or an outdated tactic uh, that won't work. And it it probably, I would argue, didn't work back in 2010 because there were no Republicans willing to support Obama back then. And it really doesn't work in 20. uh, 20, When were we at 2019? I I forgot for a moment (laughs) where we were. Anyway, you, just... Chicago,
2: for this humbling victory. All I can say, you sure know how to make a guy feel at home. Yeah!
3: And, you know, let me just say this as well. We, we've talked at length. We call it the McDumkey theory uh, that, that no Democrat, uh, in honor of my good friend Dunkey, a ProPublica reporter, uh, who has argued that it is a disadvantage for a Democrat to go into Michigan and Wisconsin against Donald Trump and talk about taking something away. He should talk about expanding it. And uh, so when I hear Rahm Emanuel talking the way he is, he's not even going into McDumkey country. He's beyond that. He's talking about just he's maligning and mocking the Again, the the left side of his Democratic Party as though they're the reasons there's something wrong with our country, as opposed to saying, you know what, let's expand Obama. First of all, let's protect it from the attack from Republicans. Secondly, let's expand it and strengthen it as best we can. And uh, yes, I understand the goals and the ideals that you have. No, he's not even talking in that way. He's just the same old dismissive, condescending, arrogant. I know what's right. Shut up and get in line. Rom that got himself in trouble, D, back in 2011 when he came back to Chicago and told Karen Lewis to shut the beep up and fall in line. That man is determined never to learn anything. And the notion that Chris Christie is the friend of Democrats? How preposterous is that? Remember, Chris Christie was an advocate. I'm all fired up now. Remember, when Chris Christie was going on TV advocating for Donald Trump back in 2016. It was Christie and Giuliani always going on TV, pushing Trump, whatever, whatever disaster Trump confronted. They're the ones who went on TV to argue and favor it. And uh, so now now a sub- Trump wouldn't hire him as his chief of staff, apparently, because uh, the Kushner's parents uh, were still mad at him because Chris Christie is a prosecutor, uh, prosecuted Christi- uh, Jared Chris- Kushner's father. So apparently they threw uh, Christie out of the White House and now he's found a career with with Rahm Emanuel, who got thrown out of Chicago. So I guess they deserve each other. But the notion that Rahm Emanuel uh, is looking out for the best interests of the Democratic Party, I think is an absurd notion. And a Democrat should be very cautious about repeating what Rahm is saying, because it didn't work in 2016 in Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania, as you know. And I doubt it's going to work uh, in 2020.
1: You know, You got a lot of passion there. Are you starting to miss Rahm Emanuel?
3: You are, aren't you? I can tell. You're starting to miss the guy. You know, it's funny. I do get a lot of passion. You remember uh, Lori Glenn, when we interviewed her? By the way, uh, everybody, not now, but go check out that interview. That was a pretty good interview. Uh, it, it, we When did we post that? Yesterday. It was a bonus. They brought in uh, Lori Glenn uh, and um, Juanita Zorari to uh, uh, Irizarry to defend Lori Lifet. They said I was too harsh on her. But remember, they said, you're getting all red in the face. Remember? She said, yeah. You're getting. <laughs> Meanwhile, she was pointing her finger at me like this. Uh, Anyway, I do get passionate. What can I tell you? You are missing him a little bit. I can tell. I'm getting a ROM tattoo later today. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. All right, that's what's what's going
1: on locally. Now let's go to you, the YouTube live stream viewers. You guys are weighing in here. Let's read what you guys are thinking. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Our good friend. uh, Well, let me see here. Oh, okay. So we got people saying goodbye to John Bolton.
3: Oh, yeah, John Bolton. He either quit or got fired. I'm not quite sure which one it is. Uh, Yes. uh,
1: Brianna uh, weighed in. She says now he has more time to wax that awful mustache. (laughs) (laughs) How about Kyle? Kyle weighed in here. He says Elizabeth Warren. Supports Marine Newman and Sherry Bustos of the DCCCC is going to be
3: pissed. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember that, that was the uh, what was it? They, they said that any operative who works for a candidate who's not a, against an incumbent will uh, be what. Not given any business by the DCC? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought that was an extreme uh, tactic to take, and I was opposed to it. And uh, definitely is the case in the Marie Newman race. Come on. There's the, how, you're asking Democrats a lot. You're asking a lot of Democrats and their loyalty to the party to support Dan Lipinski over Marie Lumen, uh, Newman, particularly when it comes to the issue of reproductive rights.
1: Kyle weighed in again and says uh, Rahm Emanuel has a very nice burnt umber tan that he was showing off this weekend. A very nice tan on good. his
3: appearance on ABC. Uh, well, that bike ride, right? Uh, Okay, you. that bike ride around the lake where he was talking to people about health care. He'd go to a cafe in Wisconsin. Hey, excuse me. What do you think about health care? Ladies and
1: gentlemen, gather around. I want to talk to all of you about
3: health care. <laughs> I know you don't want to give up your health care, so I'm offering what, what? You don't have health care? Ah, shut up. You're a loser. You know. <laughs> get out of here. All right. Shut and, up and fall in line
1: and vote for Uncle Joe. Brianna weighed in. She says, anybody get the feeling Rahm is going to run for something statewide or national? Why else would he be doing a tour to Lake Michigan? Yeah, we can't get rid of this guy.
3: (laughs) You know, I don't know what Rom could run for and win in Democratic primary. He's so far to the right of where most Democrats are these days, trying to figure out what he could possibly. uh, Yeah, and he's not likable. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, Jesse White is unbeatable secretary of state and really don't know what his ideology is, but everybody likes him. I can't think of anybody who likes Rom, right? I mean, I'm trying. We've had... come on. We have a lot of people come at Ben. You're unfair to Rom. this is, that the other thing, but has anybody ever said I really like Rom? Well, there was one. Who? Tommy who? Mac. Tom Mac. Ah, Mac. What did <laughs> Big Tommy Mac, uh, editorial board writer for the Chicago Sun Times, sat in here and said, Ben, you're unfair to Rom. That's right. Excuse me. He was one of the many. He said Rom every day wakes up thinks about what he could do for the West Side of Chicago. That's what he said. D. <laughs> I was right here. I uh, I love Tommy Mack to death, but I just disagree with him on that point. <laughs> I think Rom wakes up every day and says, "What can I do for myself?" So, do you and, see him uh, possibly running for something statewide or national? Anything is possible, but I I just, no, not at the moment. I mean, anything is possible, but I don't see that in my, hold on, let me look at my crystal ball. Oh, get that crystal ball. Look at that. Oh, my God. My dryer's broken. (laughs) Did I tell you about my broken dryer? Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, we lost all the listeners. (laughs) Wait, hold on. I'm looking at my crystal ball. Oh, my God, the Bears don't have a quarterback. Did I tell you about that? Every other team does. Oh, we could have had Sean. Uh, nope, Watson. Bleep, bleep, gotta get uh, Mike Trubisky. Anyway, sorry. I'd say to
1: Brianna that uh, <laughs> that Rob's uh, you know milking off his brother there, the uh, the big agent, and getting all the TV gigs, and
3: he's you know gonna be a pundit. That's what I'd say his future. Yeah, looks like. he's gonna be a pundit, and also don't forget he's it's some kind of uh, investment firm. Remember, he got a job with some boutique investment firm remember that day? oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so roms don't worry about rom or He's maybe
1: a- maybe steven
3: steven weighed in he says rom could possibly get a job in trump's cabinet at this point at this stage yes he could he, trump could put him in charge of health care how about that i'm going to take away all your health care shut up fall in line and vote for me there and finally steven says they seem desperate and
1: so does he
3: talking about Rahm Emanuel I guess. Oh, oh yeah no but the, the whole notion the advice that somehow or other uh, Democrats should stop asking or demanding that government provide an essential service like uh, health care and instead allow our government to take our taxes and spend it on what What remember the $16 billion that Trump suddenly found to uh, just pay off farmers uh, to not to pay them so to keep them from protesting his tariff policies we putting them out of business remember that 16 billion somehow or other we have 16 billion to prop up donald trump's re-election campaign but we don't have 16 billion for health care in this country and the advice of democrats like rom and i put democrats in quotes is to democratic voters shut up and fall in line and vote for who we tell you to vote for did it work in 2016 guy did not work in 2016 you are missing him <laughs> i oh, see it all over your face hold on R-E-plus-B-J. Oh, there we
1: go. You know, uh, we really have been trying our best here on the Ben Jarofsky Show to look forward and not talk about the past. But damn it, former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel's name just keeps showing up in the news. Oh, yeah. And we just can't help ourselves. So, Tuesday, we covered Rahm's Sunday appearance on ABC's This Week. Wow. And along with learning about this humble brag. Wait, Rahm, what... What was it you just did? I just biked around Lake Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Now, how far did you ride
2: again? <laughs> nearly a thousand miles. Nearly a thousand miles. <laughs> how much? Nearly a thousand miles. Nearly a thousand
4: miles. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Nearly or yeah. merely? Yeah. And he talked to all, to all the Americans. So yes. Yeah. He knows right. everything. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's a man of the people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I think it was nearly. Hold on.
3: Nearly a thousand miles. Okay. <laughs> nearly. Not merely. Nearly. Just had to
1: throw that in there in this yeah. big interview on ABC. Yeah. Hey, I wrote a thousand miles, by the way. Yeah. But during that appearance, we all. Also learned about Rom. Thank God, I'm no longer Mayor Emanuel. That's a surprise. He's a huge corporate Democrat, basically saying that anyone who is running for president and promising Medicare for all has to just jump off a bridge. Remember that, Ben?
2: Uh, yes. (laughs) Medicare for all, which is we're going to eliminate 150 million people's health care, and we're going to provide health care for people that just come over the border. That is an untenable position for the general election. As you know, George, I just biked around Lake Michigan. Oh, no, really? (laughs) Wow, I didn't know that.
3: What
0: a brat. Uh, Very cool.
3: (laughs) You know, George, as you know, well, of course. Everybody knows. Because uh, he's
0: FaceTiming George Stephanopoulos <laughs> every 20 miles. Hey, George, can I come on? Can I come on the show and talk
4: about my bike ride? Uh, I, I want to agree with Chris Christie every chance I get.
3: Yeah, that's the other. That was the other partner of crime on that show. Can you imagine Chris Christie uh, joining a ROM on one of those bike rides around the lake?
4: No. Okay. No. Just no. That Maybe
3: happened. in a sidecar. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
1: but here we are once again with another ROM story. Ben, you talked about it earlier. Way in here again because today's update involving our mayor is so rich the following comes from the chicago tribune and one john cass and we never talk about this guy do we no johnny
3: cass uh we're big big we're big promoters (laughs) of john cass's career and i hope he thanks us uh you know we talk about his stuff all the time and it's interesting i'm just gonna say this uh somebody my lefty friend did you read cass today they go i never read cass i can't stand cass and i'm like I have more of the Monroe Anderson attitude about this. I want to know what people of the right have to say. I yeah. want to know what they wake up in the morning and they think. And clearly, even John Cass woke up yesterday, yesterday morning and goes, I know what I can do. I can undercut the Democrats and re-elect Donald Trump by promoting the presidential campaign of one of the most disliked politicians who has ever had a D next to his name. That's not how it worked. Oh, is that,
4: tell me no, how it works. But how it worked was, well, what what can I write about Trump today? Uh, nope, not that. Yeah. <laughs> nope, no. not that. No, nope, 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 nope no. no. Oh, my God, not that. <laughs> Absolutely okay, not. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll write about Rom running against him. That will be a great... Deflection.
3: All right. Now, just one more time, and I get a mixed up. I get Cass mixed up with Axel, and I humbly apologize. But back in the day, when you were at the Tribune, uh, you helped one of them get a job. Which one was it? I can't remember. Uh, rub it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one do we owe you for? I just cannot remember.
4: It, it, it was a great columnist.
3: Cass? Yes. Oh, you helped Cass get yeah. a job. Has Cass thanked you for that any
4: time recently? N- huh? No. Huh? No, no, no. But he did me a favor one time. What's that? Um, when I was press secretary to, uh, Eugene Sawyer, to Eugene Sawyer and the black alderman stormed the art and school, of the art Institute uh-huh. and, and, in very upset about this painting that had mayor Washington in the under,
3: underwear. Yeah. This is ancient history. Yeah. All millennials everywhere. going, <laughs> Exactly. What? Right. But well, whatever. I remember well, it clearly. This is
4: good history. kids. Okay. You might get this on a test. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> and so, anyway, he called me and told me that it was happening. Oh, so so I was prepared for it when the media stormed. Okay.
3: afterwards. well, that was nice of him. Yeah, all right. So, that was his way of right. thanking right. you for <laughs> getting him the job. Uh, by the way, I just so here's uh, my favorite part of the uh, story. He's well, talking,
1: Chicago Tribune columnist John Cass said that Mayor Rahm should run for president to uh, save everybody from Joe Biden. For those who just tuned in,
3: yes, oh, oh yeah, oh. that's yeah, that's we've been talking about that a lot. That John Cass urge everyone to read his column. How about that, John? I'm promoting your column. Uh, Even if you're uh, the leftist persuasion (laughs) <laughs> you get to see how uh, people on the right think, in this particular case, people on the right are looking for the easiest-to-defeat candidate that would guarantee Donald John Trump's reelection,
4: Or to take the attention off all of the mini-screw-ups Trump is doing right now. What? Either.
3: Like what? What do you what? Yeah, what, what, what screw-ups? we are ups? <laughs> we'll get to all the Weathergate. I can't wait to talk to uh, you two guys Dude, about... no collusion. Yeah, no well, collusion. Well, let's, no, let's, no collusion.
4: Let's, let, let's, let's not forget t- uh, the Taliban at Camp
3: David. Yes, let's not forget that. I wrote that down. By the way, Dean could you just play it one more time? I forgot what. What did Rom do with the bike again? Just one more time. Oh, he. Uh... I just biked around Lake Michigan. Oh, a thousand miles. Oh, okay. As and as as George knows. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Cass had this line. Uh, he's talking about Rom, an avid bike rider who cuts a striking lithe figure in bike shorts. Wow. Yeah, man, he really looks wow. very visual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite descriptive. Okay. But
1: uh, so, can anyway. I, can I ask, like, it seems uh, like a 180. Like, when he was mayor, he's probably more on the Bendorowski type, right? Not a big Rom fan. But now that he's gone.
3: Well, okay, yes, that's a good. Well, he uh, John Cass is uh, you know to the right, and uh, so he was. I can't remember. Was he a big Rom? I mean, you know, he was not easy. So when did you
4: start reading Cass's uh, column?
3: I just can't remember. all fade. (laughs) I can't. I don't recall Cass being on the front lines of any big time issues against Rom. But I'm sure he was critical of Rom from time to time. Uh, But uh, anyway, uh, so now he likes Rom and thinks would be a great candidate uh, for president. Uh, it's, so, I don't know. I, I can't think of many Democrats, uh, who would welcome a uh, Rahm Emanuel's uh, entry in the race. Do you, you guys know anyone who would? welcome any uh, Democrats?
0: Maybe someone who just moved here, never heard of him before?
3: Yeah. That kind of a thing? That kind of thing. Uh,
0: maybe uh, bike riders? <laughs> I don't know, do you think he's a Schwinn guy? You know, he's a man of the people. He rode around Lake Michigan on a, like a $9,000 bike. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he can really stop in the diner and identify with people. Yeah, I know
3: now, much. that was a funny thing. He, the, the other thing he said, do you still have that bit about him stopping in diners, day? or do you still have that bit from the show yesterday? Uh, I have to pull it yeah, It doesn't matter, but he said he was stopping in diners uh, and nobody came up. Up to him
1: here we go
2: we've taken a position so far and the candidates
3: have through the process a few have not about
2: on basically medicare for all which is we're going to eliminate 150 million people's health care and we're going to provide health care for people that just come over the border that is an untenable position for the general election I, as you know george i just biked around lake michigan oh nearly a thousand miles <laughs> through michigan and wisconsin two really important states yeah. nobody at a diner ran at me and said take my health care away nobody this is this is reckless as it relates to and you don't have to take the position to win the primary and you're basically literally hindering yourself for the general election
1: yeah.
4: And nobody uh, ran at him and said, Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, and,
0: and definitely. <laughs> Sir, you need to put some pants on. Put
3: some, <laughs> put some real clothes on. And, and definitely nobody ran up to you and said, uh, Please join Donald Trump's crusade in keeping me from having health care. Because right. I like to re- remind everybody, every chance I get, that Donald Trump and the Republican Party. Uh, are in court right now, trying to destroy Obamacare. So the crisis of healthcare in this country will get worse uh, if they prevail, if the judges rule in their favor. And so I do not why I do not know why Rahm Emanuel, if he really wants the Democrats to win, or if he really has democratic values and cares about people who are in trouble, would advocate anything other than expanding. Obamacare, And if you start talking about expanding Obamacare, it's just a short while before you're talking about some kind of Medicare for all plan. And it's just a time, it's an evolutionary time. We have to just head in that direction, folks. And people like Democrats like Rahm, who resist it, are hurting the very people they supposedly represent. And that may have something to do with why Hillary Clinton lost in 2016, young Pat Whalen.
0: I just wanted to say you had a great point yesterday that he, you wondered if anyone came up to him in these diners and said, will you please give me health care? Yes. Because, as you always say, the Republicans have no plan to give health care. But to answer your previous question about... Who would support Rom running against Donald Trump? I'd say Donald Trump and, and his team would probably <laughs> really love that idea. Yes, which is
4: and, and Putin
3: and Putin, <laughs> yes, and don't, let's not forget Putin. <laughs> Can't forget Putin. So anyway,
1: so there you are. That's what's going on locally there, and uh, and P- Monroe's awesome. <laughs> And Putin. I think he says that every week it
4: comes on. There's always (laughs) something, and Putin. Don't you like the sound Putin?
3: I know. I'll tell you who likes that sound. Trump. Trump loves that sound. Got him elected. All
1: right, everybody. More with Monroe Anderson and Pat Whalen coming up. But hey, did you know you can get the uh, InSky, the inside scoop on all things Chicago Bears this football season? Yeah, it's true. You can with the annual Sun-Times Bears magazine. Dive into features of the players, coaches, games and plays and get excited for the 100th season of football. This collectible magazine is just what you need to get ready for this fall. You can order your copy of the Suntimes Bears magazine at Suntimes.com forward slash C-T, T is in Tom, shop. Ben, what's that noise you always make about Ready, football? set, 2020. Yeah, <laughs> uh, ready, set, 2020. And don't forget, blue dog, blue dog. How can we forget blue dog, blue dog? That's the audible. That's the audible, yeah. all of our uh, non-sports <laughs> fans. Please don't tune out. And holy crap, what about that performance from Mayor Rahm last night at the ABC debate? He's for sure working for ABC. That's yes. That's for sure.
3: Yes, he is. I thought, it was,
1: I thought it was just like an appearance uh, last Sunday. But no, yeah, yeah. He's got the
3: gig, and he's on there the time. Wait tell I didn't see him. Did you actually see him? I, I just heard his voice. Last night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, was all over. Was he wearing a ABC blazer? No. no? Not yet. Remember not yet. the old days? This is way before your time. ABC used to uh, do... No, I, I Remember this? <laughs> I, you won't, but do you remember? Monday Night TV? Monday night uh, Monday football. night football on ABC TV Howard Cosell speaking of sports they used to wear blazers remember that D mm-hmm. in your time did they still did they I remember still? the blazers okay so did rom wear a blazer no they didn't give him a blazer <laughs> no Rob should be hey rom come on get your brother on the phone hey i want a blazer just like howard cosell all right all right enough of blazer gate we got clips to play
1: here first we're going to play rom's highlights from the debate pre-show oh, okay he was featured in the pre-show I with the, panel. the pre-show i know you missed that. i'm i'm glad you missed because this Cause is the we train be coming home on the pre show. Remember that, D? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we learned one thing from Rom's appearance last night. He's for sure ABC's Biden go to guy. Uh, I, okay. that, he's their guy for Biden. All right. Uh, all right. All right. So let's go ahead and oh, here's ABC's Tom Yamas with uh, mm-hmm. kind of a gross question to Rom, if you ask me. If he were in Joe Biden's ear, <laughs> huh? well, I think it's metaphorically, what but whatever. Would, yeah. What would he say?
0: I want to start with Rahm Emanuel, the former mayor of Chicago, chief of staff to President Obama and someone who knows Vice President Biden very well. If you're in his ear tonight, what are you telling him?
2: Energy uh and you got to come alive in that area and be also light about it in the sense that you're going to be between uh bernie and you're going to be between elizabeth they're going to tag team you and if you can show that it doesn't get to you that will be as much as uh anything but yeah remember this is three hours you got to be you have to have that energy and that impact all three hours not the first two
3: so that would be it Oh, wow. There you go. Energy, high energy. I think Joe was taking his advice, particularly at the end of the debate when he went on that great riff and started talking about record players. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's pretty conventional wisdom. And it look energetic, even if nobody knows what you're talking about. Uh, that did well for Rom, by the way. Rom, remember in the old days when Rom would start talking about city finances and start babbling on about uh, how he was able to bring down the deficit with all his uh, his uh, swaps and his corporate deals on lending and nobody knew what he was talking about? But that sounds good. So let's move on. So... Taking advice from Rahm Emanuel, Joe Biden was more energetic. Thank you, Rahm.
1: Up next in his rebuttal to ABC's Yvette Simpson, Rahm reminded us of two things. One, he's not a progressive. And two, he's smart. You're not.
4: You know, I think progressives are really where the energy is right now. And I think if you can expand the electorate, which is what we saw in 08, bringing out new voters, particularly brown and black voters, young voters, energize the base where you don't have to change your message much, right? Just go out and get those voters excited. We can win.
0: And hold on, but, uh, on Ram, I saw you shaking your head real yeah. quick. What's
2: the rebuttal here? Well, first of all, Donald Trump is going to do a great job turning out our vote. And in 08, as well as in 92, 96, and in 12, is because both Bill Clinton and Barack Obama brought other people... Not just people in the party, other people to the party. Yeah, you vet. Yeah.
3: (laughs) You know that's it's so funny. Uh, Rom wants Joe Biden more energetic, but he doesn't want Democratic voters energetic. Okay, so he's banking on uh, Democratic voters. This is classic Rom Clinton strategy that uh, they've been employing since the uh, nineteen ninety two presidential election. They're banking on Democratic voters just showing up despite whatever the Democratic candidate is espousing, regardless of whether the Democratic candidate is speaking to. The what people really need or not it's just like you're gonna vote for this democrat because you have no choice because the republican is far worse and then we're gonna you're gonna elect someone who's gonna sell out your interests as soon as they're elected president and it doesn't matter uh whether you're screwed over in the uh, long run because uh we will be victorious that is the rom Clinton's strategy goes back to 92 and it didn't really work. It only worked in 92 D because Ross Perot was on the ballot, but uh, they never, and he was on the ballot in 96 as well, which guaranteed uh, bill Clinton's victory. So this is the ROM strategy. He's sticking with the strategy. And frankly, it didn't work in 2016. You remember that? Donald Trump was on that uh, ticket as well. And he was energizing Democratic voters who hated him and were afraid of him. And guess what? Donald Trump's President of the United States. Somehow or other, the Rahm Emanuel's and Bill Clinton's of the world have taken a look at the 2016 election and decided to do the same thing. Up next, yep, he's the Biden
1: guy.
0: Rom, Vice President Joe Biden made one of his final moves before the debate starts to show a video of him basically bear-hugging President Obama. Smart move? Why is he doing that? I think he also got a hug back.
2: Uh, (laughs) Okay, but no, yeah, it's a smart move. It's his calling card. It's why he has the strength he has among Democratic voters is because he served with a very, very popular president. It's what surprised me in the last debate when people were throwing the president under the bus. I mean, you have a person who's at 90-some-odd percent popularity with Democrats. That is not a smart strategy. I do agree with Matt. This is going to be about the energy. There's more about a chemistry that you're going to associate. And the closer the candidate can put their own story with the story of where people live their lives, they're going to, the better they're going to be. They're not going to follow all the details about this policy versus that policy. It's about relating and they feeling that they can relate to that candidate and that they understand them
3: where they live their lives. Okay, Rom. Uh, it's a very important, folks, that you don't pay attention to the specifics of any of their policies, because if you do pay attention to the specifics of the policies, you're probably against them, like you're pretty much against every policy that Ram, uh drafted when he was mayor of the city of Chicago. I love it. One more time, be energetic. That's his advice to Joe Biden, uh, but don't be energetic. That's his advice to the Democratic base. So uh, any Democratic candidate takes advice from Rahm Emanuel. By the way, I want to point out that uh, Joe Biden was not the only beneficiary of his tie to Barack Obama. One thing Rahm does know, that Barack Obama can deliver an election. Uh, Bra- uh, Rahm Emanuel was largely elected in 2011 because he was Barack Obama's chief of staff, and he was largely re-elected in 2015 because B- Barack Obama decided to do those commercials for him, if you recall. The, uh, he did those TV commercials and radio commercials extolling the virtues of Rahm Emanuel, and that apparently was enough for people in the city of Chicago to re-elect Rahm, and then, what was it, By three or four months later, they had this gasping moment of realization when the Laquan McDonald story broke like, oh my God, what have I done? And ever since then, he's been persona non grata in uh, the city of Chicago. So uh, it's interesting that uh, Rahm would be advised. It's, it's, uh, actually, I can understand why Rahm would be advising uh, Joe Biden to cling himself to Barack Obama because it's worked well for him.
0: Our next clip, uh, Ben, you're going to love this one. The secret to being a good debater is devotion to the truth. Not winning the argument, but telling the truth. And I think that's what I've heard from voters. And,
2: and if you can't do that, fake it. <laughs> <laughs> or that. there is. A, listen, I mean, President, <laughs> President Clinton got the kid from Hope. And he could. his story was relatable to where people were living their lives. God. <laughs>
3: the kid from Hope. One more time. The kid from Hope would not have won in 1992 if the kid from Texas, Ross Perot, wasn't on the ticket. You know that, Roms. I just like or fake it, like or dude. You know, people it. in Chicago are watching. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or fake it. Rahm was. Fa- Remember when Rama would get sincere about stuff? Nobody believed him. You know what I mean? See, the reporters didn't believe. It. But reporters couldn't say, as we've talked about many times. Ramona Saints in the studio. She knows what I'm talking about. You can't really say it, but nobody believed Rob when he would get like he would get like try to get those tears out be squeezing out a tear remember rom the old days Ram squeezing out to a of tear i can get this tear come on tear you can do it crocodile tears rom so right. fake it absolutely great advice from rom Emanuel. we have a few more clips to play here uh and uh, a little later
1: on i'll play the one of him calling uh castro
3: mean oh yeah because castro went after joseph joe biden who's rom's candidate that's pretty clear so the debate ended and uh,
1: ben how's rom doing so far in his uh is his job here I, at the debate
3: i think He's doing great, great really? job, Rom. Great wow. advice. Fake it. I didn't, I didn't think you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, come on, he's great. All great right. material ne- for the Benjirovsky show.
1: Now the Cory Booker moment. Oh, All right, here we go. Holy crap, this, this is priceless. This moment here. So uh, Cory Booker uh, went to hug what's her name, Heidi Han- Heidi Handcamp or uh,
3: Heidi he- Hein camp, uh, the uh, former senator from yeah. North Dakota.
1: And Cory Booker went to hug her after the post show talk here, and then uh, Cory Booker for some reason uh, threw this little jab out. Uh-oh, one second. Let me play it again here.
0: Senator Booker, how you doing? No hugs for for
1: for <laughs> Rob Emanuel. No hugs we'll for vet, Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Dowd, no love either. It's okay, I Matt. Mean, I, I should have
4: gotten
1: hug. That was an oversight. <laughs> yeah. Rob's yeah. reaction. Senator Booker, I, I'm okay you without
2: get, a hug. You're a hug? Yeah, that's fine Rahm. by me. You have that mayor of solidarity. <laughs> you were the one that said it, so
3: that's fine. Oh, okay. How's <laughs> How's Oh my god! Nervous laughter from Rom because it's pretty apparent. No hug for Rom, Even Cory Booker doesn't want to go anywhere near him. You get a picture of Cory Booker hugging Rom. There goes whatever support he had out the window. By the way, uh, I don't know if you noticed, Rom didn't comment this on a post-debate. I don't. I don't recall him commenting. Maybe he did. But Laquan McDonald's name was uttered uh, in the debate last night. I can't remember who was the one who said it. it was talking about um, all the violations of uh, justice that have come have occurred over. the the last few years in Laquan McDonald I think was the first name uh, uttered so uh you know there was right it would have a perfect moment for Rahm to weigh in on that could be was, wrong but I think it was Beto who said that was Beto mentioned uh, Laquan McDonald. I believe okay, so. I can't remember who, but I remember sitting up, going, "Oh my goodness!" and really eagerly waiting Rob's uh, reaction. But of course, he neglected to talk about that uh, while talking about the need to fake it uh, in presidential debates. Great advice from Rahm Emanuel.
1: All right, we heard Ben Shapiro's winners and losers. What about Mayor Rahm's? So let's compare and see if they uh... Rahm Emanuel winners and losers tonight, if well, any. Well, there is a, a lot of people got a chance
2: to advance their campaign. I actually, you know, if you look at the whole field. I think that uh, Vice President Biden did, Senator Warren did. I do think that uh, Mayor Pete, Amy, uh, Senator Globuchar, and Senator Harris all got a chance to advance their uh, campaign. They had moments that will be taken away. I think the biggest loser in this is uh, obviously former Secretary Castro that I think had a moment that he actually went tougher and meaner and had a streak that is not going to work for him. I do think this— I think the party, I would say the first two debates, oh the party God. did not do well. I actually think the party this time as a whole, we showed as a the slew of candidates collectively, you walk away, they gestalt the moment. The party actually is a little more uh, in a better position. What worried me, we were talking about this earlier in the Pew poll, that Democrats were, as ever since the presidential debate started, started having a negative impression. Now, they're, I think going
3: to start to rebound. Wow. He thinks Castro's too tough this is so funny coming from Ram Emanuel, whose whole reputation is based on the fact that he's tough he sends people dead fish and stuff he takes knives and cuts them into the uh, into the, the wood i mean he says castro's too t- i thought castro was easy compared to stuff that Rom does good god anyway is saying castro's too too by the way yes he he named all the people he liked notice who isn't on the list Bernie Sanders. Rom hates Bernie Sanders. That's pretty much clear. That's because Bernie didn't support Rom in 2015, if you recall. He came to town and supported one. Shuey Garcia. So there you are. Ron's appearance last night. On Can the, I pick oh, up on one thing here? Yeah. This is, this is Why I think <laughs> yeah. this is such an important point? Yeah.
2: And tell me who was for opt-in or opt-out on the Medicare for All? You. I mean, I'm. No and I'm no, I you think really I remember. follow policy. I'm confused. Okay. No. And I had something to do with the last health care bill, but you, the biggest part of A has to express over the arc of the candidacy is why here. Yeah. What gets me up in the it's morning? Why And God. that question about when you fell down or your resiliency tells you about the motivation towards either a health care position or why did mayor pete
3: decide to join the armed forces oh my god that's one of mayor rom's favorite themes why did mayor pete decide to join the armed forces what about mayor pete's record in south bend why is it that so many black residents of south bend cannot stand mayor pete that would be a good question for mayor pete to have to answer in a national debate what do you think about that d huh yeah <laughs> it's rough ah. yeah <laughs> And remember, you can download
1: previous Ben Jarowski shows and Benny J. Bonus interviews at both Chicago Sun-Times and Chicago Reader websites, chicago.suntimes.com, chicagoreader.com, and wherever else you download your favorite podcast downloaders. We live stream the show Tuesdays through Fridays, 1 until 3 p.m. Central Time at both Chicago Sun-Times and Chicago Reader websites, the Chicago Sun-Times YouTube channel, and now on Facebook. Speaking of, like we said, 445, we're going to be doing a post-debate special with Latisa Wallace and Samina Mustafa. Find out what happened at the debate if you haven't watched it yet. Join us, 445.
3: Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too.